Welcome to episode four of the Cultural Regeneracy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Liam Gu. I am Nash Holly. Yeah, Caleb is out today, so it's just me and Nash. Yeah, Caleb said he doesn't like us anymore. So. Yeah. Um, so it's just the two of us today, but I'm sure you guys won't mind. We're just trying to recover from the dev saying blow by the fact that he said he wasn't going to be attending this episode. Yes. But anyway, uh, we want to go ahead and put out a little, well, not really disclaimer, but we won't be having some of the other segments up this week just yet. We're going to be talking about the news primarily since we were not able to record on Sunday, and there's been a lot that has happened in the past week and a half. It's been a very eventful week. A lot more than we anticipated, but... <laughs> Great start to 2021, guys. Yeah, really, though. Um, so I think we were going to talk about the D.C. Uh, protests, capital storming, all that good stuff. Yeah, so yeah. if well, if you haven't seen what had happened <laughs> yeah. already, um, so basically it was the 6th? It was the 6th, yeah. January, there was... That is when the um, Congress... Uh, yeah, Congress, uh, there's joint session of Congress to count the electoral votes yep. uh, for Joe Biden. And then there was also a Trump rally mm-hmm. outside. Of which I was in attendance. Uh, Liam, our very young Liam, was actually there. Yeah, I was, we were going to have some of the uh, interviews put up. But we we'll, will, we will. Yeah, we will at some point, Liam's hopefully. Liam's me about it. I'm, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was there, and, uh. You know, as it's around, I think like three thirty, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, that day, um, several hundred people stormed the Capitol. Yeah. Um, so basically, there was thousands upon thousands of people in this protest rally, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, and it just continued to escalate, escalate mm-hmm. a lot, uh, a lot faster than I mean, it just was like a flip of a switch, and there was people breaking the barriers, and they were up against the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, somehow they got into the Capitol, mm-hmm. and then they had a couple hundred supposed Trump supporters, people attending the rally mm-hmm. in the Capitol, storming it. They had to evacuate Congress, mm-hmm. and the whole Capitol was on lockdown. Yep. I was actually, I remember we were we were good probably like, 100 yards 150 yards away from the capitol but i could see the tear gas mm-hmm. like you know yeah. blowing up yeah. uh mm-hmm. from on the steps so it was pretty wild but uh um yeah it was it was just crazy now i like i've i know there was at least one person there who's confirmed to have been at a blm uh protest or riot or whatever in utah mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if there's anybody else there that's been confirmed to be antifa yeah there there's speculation that not everyone in the rally who stormed or broke into the capitol was necessarily a conservative or trump supporter mm-hmm. and there's been some evidence to come out but i mean ultimately we won't know for sure who all was actually a trump supporter who was there to instigate this violence Mm-hmm. So there's not really we can't really know for sure, but we can speculate and go off of previous things. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, it's like I think it's fine to make a logical inference. I yes, mean, yes, if we don't like, if it comes out that they we know they weren't, then I'll say okay, well, you know, that's why we didn't set anything in stone. But if it does come out that a lot of them were, then I'd say okay, well, we had our reasons to believe that they, you know, were uh, Antifa, but. um yeah, there was like I noticed like while we were at the march, um, there were I saw quite a few people walking around with like ballistic plate carriers. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't believe I saw anybody with guns, 
but I like you. I see a bunch of people wearing camo and stuff like that. I don't really have. I don't have a problem with that. I feel like that's your constitutional right if it's protective gear. But I also saw like most people that I went up to. Like I got some interviews from people, and a lot of people, like ninety nine percent of the people that I went up to, they said yes uh, when I asked them questions and everything. Uh, like if they wanted to, there's this one group uh, near the Capitol wearing camo, um, holding flags. They didn't look like suspicious or anything but um you know i asked them and they said they didn't want to like do anything like answer anything that's fine but i just thought it was kind of interesting that they were you know like it was a little bit out of the norm i'm not going to say anything in regards to that i mean i just thought it was a little odd that you know they were wearing all camo and you know for the few people there who didn't want to like you know do an interview but you know it's it's nothing like i just thought it was interesting but anyway uh, regardless, it was it was crazy, but it was a good time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what? So let's go into a little bit more detail about mm-hmm. what the purpose mm-hmm. of this march and I guess what they claimed was their purpose of storming the Capitol. So, so what was the purpose of this so rally? the purpose of the protest was to protest uh, Joe Biden's uh, certification as president of the or certification of his electoral votes because uh, D.C., Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Or, did I say D.C.? You did say D.C. I, I did not mean to say D.C. Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Santa Fe, or not, New Mexico. I always think of Santa Fe. I don't know why. Um, and two other states. I can't remember which mm-hmm. I can't remember which ones. But they sent uh, contesting electors. I think it was Nevada was another one. They sent uh, electors for Trump as well as for Biden. Um, and so we were there saying, like, there's clearly – uh, like these are in dispute. Don't mm-hmm. certify these because we haven't had like a thorough audit investigation of what's been happening. And so Congress went ahead and did it anyway, because you know, they're sellouts in my opinion, but uh, the whole point was to, you know, at the very least ensure that the election was fair and that it was, um, there wasn't fraud that could mm-hmm. change the outcome. Yeah, and I remember seeing clips of the actual like um, hearing that they were having inside Congress when they were verifying going state by state. And I remember there were a couple states that actually went through the proper process of getting like you know um, I don't know what it would officially be called, but like they said they are objecting these results and they had it like signed by a member of Congress and a senator mm-hmm. and that. But I don't like. I saw clips of them objecting, but I never saw any. What happened mm-hmm. after they objected? So I think around the time that some of them objected, that was when people started breaking into the oh, Capitol. Okay. Um, and so Kelly Loeffler, after they had pushed the rioters out, said that for whatever reason she wouldn't be objecting to Joe yeah, Biden. I saw that. I think she was like, "Oh well, I lost. I'm not going to do anything for Trump anyway. I'm going to try and save my skin." Yeah. I, but, it was something like she saw the violence of these people and she didn't want to object it anymore. And I was just like, I, when I heard that, I was like, that's got to be one of the dumbest statements I've ever heard. Because, like, how does that even, like, how does that connect, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, um, I know Matt Gates from Florida, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and I think Rand Paul. Did he object? I believe so. I can't remember if he said that after the rise he wasn't going to or if he still did anyway, but um, I know, like, 140 members in the House and seven senators objected, but, of course, nothing 
yeah. past. Um, so it, it was really disappointing to see that they didn't even try to do an audit. Mm-hmm. I feel like, honestly, at this point, it should be constitutional that every state, regardless of the outcome or accusations of fraud, there needs to be an audit of the votes every time. Yeah, I think that was the purpose of some of um, the senators and congressmen objecting mm-hmm. wasn't to necessarily overturn the election results, but mm-hmm. was to show, you know, we have a there's a big flaw in our election system mm-hmm. right now to prepare better prepare for the future elections mm-hmm. to kind of prevent anything like this from happening ever again to make sure that our elections are fair. Yeah. And it there was something like I remember when that Trump phone call leaked. Um, yeah, the, the one with the, the one, Secretary yeah. of State? Yeah, Secretary of State. From Georgia. He was having a I think he had filed a lawsuit on Georgia and so they were discussing like what all was going on and so that was where like we got the infamous line that the mainstream media immediately took out of context mm-hmm. um, where Trump said I just need you to find me 11,780 votes because that's one more vote than uh, we need because we won the state by a lot or than we have yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. and what was going on is like Trump was giving like was showing like all these uh like proofs of fraud or things that could change the outcome of the election, the Secretary of State just said, no, that didn't happen. And he'd be yeah. like, are you sure? And he'd just be like, it didn't happen. And then I think like more, a more specific example, he said that there were people who moved out of state and voted in the Georgia election. He just said, well, they moved back. And, and then Trump was like, are you, are you sure? Because it says in this registry that they're still, they haven't moved back to the state. He said that was just proven wrong. It, it, it was crazy, but... Like, that just shows you there. there's not been an attempt to actually, like, give us a thorough um, look at how, like, as to whether or not the election was, mm-hmm. you know, safe or fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, do you, what are what are your some thoughts on that? Because I'm speaking a lot. No, you're fine. I mean, it's definitely, I think it's definitely over at this point. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more anyone can do. I think Joe Biden is our president. Yeah. And, um, but I, I do hope that something is done within the next four years so that our next presidential election is actually fair or without a doubt within a majority of the population's mind, you know, because I've seen polls that, you know, over half of the country doesn't think that yes, he was elected yeah or, fairly. Yeah. So I do hope that there is some reform done to, um, you know, improve our election system so that we, everyone can be reassured that the results are fair. Yeah. But, yeah. I think, honestly, it's it's crazy what's going on right now because I think what's happening, and I'm seeing it a lot, like, with, you know, people just, they don't feel like the system is fair and they don't see another way out. Yeah. And so, like, with the Texas lawsuit, I feel like that was a very, very poor decision not to even hear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it on the first episode, but yeah. that was just saying, like, it didn't even give us the idea of we want to at least make it look like we're trying to make sure that this election was fair. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just a very, it was a very dumb thing. Like, if you're, I feel like if you're the establishment, you'd at least want to hear it and say, okay, well, the, like, we heard it and we disagree. Yeah. But... Yeah, well, let's um, let's go back to the 
uh, storming of the Capitol real quick mm-hmm. and talk about what actually happened. So like you said, they had started the hearing. They mm-hmm. got through, I think, a couple of states, mm-hmm. if that. And they, quote, unquote, protesters breached the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they had to adjourn until, I guess, uh, the next day. Yeah. So counting stopped, and then these protesters got into the Capitol, stormed mm-hmm. it, damaged um, there was actually, I believe in one of the, um, was it one of the murals or paintings or something? I think so. Was, I think one of them was like taken off the wall or something. I yeah, can't remember. it was something like that. But one of the, um, uh, like the, what's it called? The mini halls, the, where they vote chambers. One of the chambers, oh, the chambers. was, did you see that? One of the guys got off on the chair. Yeah, uh, that one. But yeah. no, in the other chamber they had, um, there were still, like, I guess some aides and some, like, officers still in the chamber, and they had to barricade the door oh, from the prote- from the protesters trying I to get in. I didn't see that. I did you not didn't? see that. No. But there, there was a bunch of pictures going around that they had, it like, blocked off, and there was, like, mm-hmm. three guards in there. They had their guns drawn at the door. Was that the one where the guy was, like, peeking through the window? Yes. That, yes. I, oh, gosh. Yeah, because they had, cause they had uh, paper over the window since they were voting yeah. or trying to, you know, decide the election. Mm-hmm. Or verify. And um, they had ripped the table, broke the glass, and then they had their guns drawn because they were trying to get through the doors. Yeah. And stuff like that is just, I mean. Was that when that one uh, lady was shot? I don't know if that was there. I think that was at another point where they had okay. the, I forget her name. She was a, a veteran. I remember, I, I know who you're talking about. I can't. Let's look it up real quick. But she was a veteran. I don't think she was engaging in any violence. So what had happened is they had blocked off one of the doors to stop mm -hmm. them from proceeding. And she had, like, climbed up on top of to, like, get over the barrier and was, like, Mm -hmm. trying to jump over. And then uh, I think a campus, not a campus, Uh, a capital police officer shot her. And then she died. She died, yeah. I'm looking up real quick. I think she served like four tours uh, in the army or the, I think it was in Afghanistan, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was crazy. Like I, I've heard conflicting reports. I remember like when it first happened, like people were saying like, oh, she was 16 years old. Um, turns out she was, you know, <laughs> not. Yeah. There was, there were five casualties in the right. There was a, I know one of the, didn't a police officer die? A Capitol police officer died, who was also an Air Force, an Air National Guard, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Sicknick. He died um, mm-hmm. by the mob. He was overpowered and beaten by rioters. That's, that's crazy. And then uh, Shali Babbitt, that, that, that was her, the Air Force veteran from Southern California. Okay. was shot and killed by Capitol Police officer as she clambered through a broken window leading to the Speaker's lobby inside the Capitol. Gotcha. Yeah. So, prayers for their families and everything. Um, you know, it's, it's terrible. It shouldn't happen. And obviously, like, we don't condone violence no, by any no. means. I understand, like, the anger, mm-hmm. why people did it. I don't get why they had to be violent. There's yeah. no excuse for that. And furthermore, they shouldn't have damaged federal property. Mm, yeah. The, b- I mean, both parties were in the wrong. And I believe the officer who shot her is on leave and is under investigation right now as well. Yeah. I mean, I can, I don't want to say that, I don't want to say that he was necessarily in the wrong. I understand no, why no. they, I understand why they're investigating yes. him. I 
feel like I was pretty mad about it for a while, but I'm looking back. I'm just like, you're in that situation. It's very difficult to remain calm. Yes. I mean, it's, I mean, and you have hundreds of people coming at you. You've got just a mob coming at you. And I mean, I mean, and it wasn't like this was, I mean, at this point, they, they, they're not peaceful. They've mm-hmm. entered the Capitol. Yeah. They're doing, they're damaging mm-hmm. federal property. And then now they're coming at you. And there's already, I mean, one guard was already mm-hmm. beaten to death. So Yeah, and you've had, like, you've had people advocating, like, at the protests. This was by no means, not even the vast majority, but you did have some people who were saying some pretty crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, I don't necessarily agree. I don't like these people any more than you all do, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely... I'm, I don't want this to be 1789 France. <laughs> yeah. But, um, eventually, um, later that night, the mayor of DC... DC, she had a curfew. She instituted as like 6 p.m. 6 p.m. I was we were out uh eating when she had the curfew really? and it was like 15 minutes after I was like oh guess we're breaking the law now <laughs> and then the, she also called in the entire uh, national DC National Guard mm-hmm. because of the because uh, of the he wanted to say campus police because I'm going to go back to school the yeah. capital police um needed, they said they needed reinforcements because mm-hmm. it was getting too much from the handle mm-hmm yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then eventually, I guess they got it under control. I think they blocked out the entire capital mm-hmm. uh, compound and that no one in or out. Mm-hmm. So I believe there's like 80 something arrests made. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy yeah. though because um, I, w- I went to DC two years ago for a class trip, and in one of the inside the capital, we were touring. And then when the. Um, Rooms, it's like a stone room with a bunch of columns. And we were sitting in there, and our tour guide was explaining some uh, paintings and art on the wall. And then we just see all these guys in black suits come through. And here comes uh, Vice President Pence walks in. He stops and talks to some of the groups there. But then I saw a clip on, uh, I think it was like a Tuesday, that the 6th, and then I just saw that exact same room, and there was a line of um, Capitol Police. And then they were just fighting with the the mob and it was mm-hmm. just so sad to see it's like i was standing right there like two years ago <laughs> yeah i remember i did a we did a tour through the capitol actually back in this is like right after trump was elected mm-hmm. or took office in 2017 it was pretty cool but it was like it's crazy like how that all happened it, it, speaking of like uh the police and uh the guards like we saw like i remember while we were at the protest that like on buildings adjacent to the capitol we saw like just a row of black uh, men clad in black. Like, I think they were Secret Service. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was pretty cool, but it was yeah. like, dang, they are not messing around. No, they're not. And it's crazy to think, like, because, like, I've been there. And I saw how much security it takes, like, and how many levels we had to go through to even get into the Capitol. It's crazy to think that these people got, it seems just got in there so easily, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I find it a little bizarre. But Yeah. Um, I know there have been, like, some theories that it was staged yeah yeah i'm not i don't think i really agree with that we don't talk about conspiracy theories in this segment not in this segment (laughs) yeah the other one which we shall not name (laughs) um but yeah it the whole situation was just absolutely crazy like uh, there's a video like of people like in the building and there's like one police officer standing like in front of like that yeah i've seen that one Mm -hmm. yeah it's like 
I understand like why he ran because like what are yeah, you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, like, he just had a baton. Like, yeah, he can't do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do we want to go ahead and do we want to talk about some other things or? Yeah, is there yeah we can move on. on. Um, so shortly after, so during all this, mm-hmm. President Trump was tweeting. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. People, the media say, saying that he was inciting violence. I remember. There was not a single thing that I saw that was in uh, any way inciting violence. It was more of, you know, keep the, pe- the protest peaceful. I, I remember spe- seeing that exact tweet yeah. as, like, people uh, were breaking into the Congress. So, moving on to the next thing we're talking about. We're talking about Trump's silencing from, and ban. Do we want to talk about uh, some, some of the rest of the protests before we touch on that? Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, so I just figured that, like, it might be kind of cool to give, like, a picture of what happened with the rest of the protests. Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah. sorry, sorry. So, um, yeah, we, uh, my mom and I went to D.C., and we, like, it was a really, just a great experience. Um, we met a lot of great people. Um, we actually, at our hotel, there was a, an immigrant from Russia who had, um, who was attending the rally with us, um, or who we'd met and she were just taking her, guiding her to the rally. And she told us like what Soviet Russia was like and why she was supporting Trump. And we'll have that, uh, interview up on our Twitter and, uh, Instagram accounts. Hopefully, uh, hopefully if Nash can remember, (laughs) uh, but I won't go super into detail because, you know, I think it's better if you just see them for yourselves, but it was, it was just really interesting. There's so many different people there. We, uh, I remember we, after we got off the Metro, there was just, just a, a massive amount of people near the ellipse, just flooding the streets. It was incredible. We saw a bunch of like, it was a, really actually kind of interesting. There were a lot of Vietnamese uh, and Chinese people at the protest supporting Trump because it, they had just escaped like these communist countries and they, they, it's amazing that they were like the left wants to paint this picture of racial diversity or whatever it's like that that rally is probably one of the most diverse things i've ever seen yeah it was incredible um but we uh we interviewed a lot of people or i should say i did (laughs) while we were up there we also ran into some hungarians um uh before we got uh near the capital um they said that i think they had lived uh on the or in the eastern Bloc during the time of the soviet union they immigrated here um it was really interesting. I think they lived in New Jersey. One lived in Pennsylvania, I think, if I remember correctly. But it was just, it was just really compelling, like how they were talking about how much they loved our country and why they were there. It was just really, it was really cool. And, um, you know, for their sake, I'm just hoping that we can keep it. Yeah. Um, and also for my sake and next generations. But you know, it's like. We haven't dealt. We haven't dealt that hardship. We don't know about yeah. that. I mean, I haven't had to deal with like going to a bread line to get food or anything mm-hmm. like that. But um, I also like I met a couple guys from California. One of them was actually he described himself as a liberal, who was at the protest for Donald Trump. I thought like I thought that was really crazy because it's like I never thought I would see like I'd never hear a liberal like. From saying California. Like, yeah, from California, no less, saying, like, listen, this is messed up. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, if you got somebody from yeah. there uh, saying something about it, you, there's probably something wrong. Yeah, really, though. But it was a good time. The protest was 
just high energy. Everybody was in great mood. We met just again. We met so many great people. Um, we had. I remember we met. I met a gentleman from uh, I believe Mississippi, if I remember correctly. I got an interview with him. I well, again, we'll have these posted. Um, but they're all like everybody's just really great, super polite. Um, it, it was a really good time. Aside from the fact that it was freezing cold once we got to the capital, wind picked up and said, "Nah, we're not letting you have any fun now." Yeah. Um, well, there were there a couple other things that we want to talk about regarding the protests. I can't remember. No, I believe that's all. Regarding that's about it. Okay. The protest. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so post move. the interview snash I will Liam I, will. I gotta make the Instagram account he better I will, I will. Caleb can still post him on Twitter I know he we, have a, we have a Twitter I'm gonna go bully him after I bully yeah. you okay okay sounds good alright All right, so let's talk about Trump's bean yeah so so what I was just talking about earlier uh, so basically President Trump has been permanently banned from Twitter Facebook and Instagram I wouldn't be well. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, are both. And I know um, definitely Twitter. Yeah, Twitter for sure. So, and so, why? Well, they said he was inciting. There, there's fear that he would incite further violence, yes. which makes the statement that he had already incited violence. Uh-huh. And they, they were fearful of what he would say, <laughs> even though he he hasn't said anything yet yeah, but it was but more of in case, case you know mm-hmm. more than just silencing him because they don't want him to be able to speak out anymore yeah i mean this is the first president that we've had i mean i bet obama did it little mm-hmm. a little bit but i mean this is how trump has been communicating with his yeah with, his i don't say fan base but his, his supporters yeah for the past four years i mean mm-hmm. i mean you've seen how how large his twitter has grown yeah and his social media i mean that's how he he's not you know these press conferences all the time mm-hmm. He does any time from Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. So they just blocked off his way, communi- his way of communicating mm-hmm. with all his supporters. Yeah, and it's it's crazy to me because you've got Ilhan Omar mm-hmm. who has made blat- blatantly anti-Semitic comments. Yeah. And they don't do a thing because you know the these institutions are controlled by the left. Yeah, and I mean I've seen multiple like um, politicians. People in quote unquote power who mm-hmm. have made these tweets blatantly inciting violence against Trump. I mean, I saw this one where this lady was holding, it was a doll head, but it was supposed to be Trump's head. Oh, and, Kathy Griffin. Yes, yes. Yep. And yep. I mean, they did, that's inciting violence, and they did nothing. They didn't even take her down for a week, give her a ban. Yeah, they, I mean, they, like, Twitter is so hypocritical. Like, they have been, like, they will have porn up on their site and they will have calls to for violence and things like that and they don't they, they don't say a thing but when Donald Trump oh whoa he said the protests keep the protests peaceful that's inciting violence guys I don't know about you I mean this is the first time we've seen something like this I mean they just took I mean that was his free speech right there yeah and they just took it away I mean that's the first time that we've seen something like this happen yeah and and I think it was Facebook's stock like they lost like 60 billion within like two days after they did this to trump i'm gonna just go ahead and say it good <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's twitter stock plummeted too is like yeah. 17 or 18 percent wasn't it yeah something crazy yeah i mean it's, it's crazy that this has happened i just saw that 
people like world leaders have been condemning uh-huh. yes. uh, Jack Dorsey yeah. and Twitter for that, saying like this isn't okay. This should yeah, be I've seen. Yeah, I think Mexico, some of people in the EU. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you need to warning them. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, or they're going to start. You know, taking procedures on their side mm-hmm. to make sure that their services aren't being used. Mm-hmm. Because I mean. And people will use the argument like, oh, it's a private company. They can do what they want. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you go, oh, it's not fair, boo-hoo. Yeah. But it's like, you're going to give, I mean, the reasoning that you have behind mm-hmm. this isn't valid. Yeah. If you're consistent with it all the way through, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Even then, it's like, yeah. I mean, people have a choice. To, it's not like it's public. People have a choice to follow him mm-hmm. and then see what he says. Yeah. It's not like he's putting it on national TV. Even then, you have, yeah. to have a choice to watch it. But mm-hmm. it's not like that. Yeah, but it's also like I've also heard the argument, and this is like this whole situation is a reason I'm not a libertarian. <laughs> um, but uh, like, what's going on is I've heard people make this sort of town hall argument, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like these social media platforms for the modern day town hall. This is how we communicate with everybody mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, yeah. And so. It's like they need to be free to ensure that, you know, we can get our message across because mm-hmm. we don't meet in person very often yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just why do that when you can do it from your phone? Yeah. Uh, why do it when you can do it from a Zoom call? What happens if they start, like, somehow censoring us, like, in the middle of a Zoom call? Yeah. You know? I mean, just, like, it's where does the line... Where's the line? Like, yeah, where's the line drawn? Mm-hmm. And so... I, I just the whole thing like with Trump, it just shows that these like corporations are working in concert to ensure that their whatever works out for them happens. Yeah. They don't like Trump, despite the fact that he's brought in a really great economy and just so many great things for the country. They don't like that they have any semblance of competition whatsoever. They don't like that they have anybody challenging their narrative. So they have to silence them. Yeah, which is it's very it's a very scary thought that they have the power to do that, and mm-hmm. that I'm sure there will be steps taken against that. Mm-hmm. I would at least I would hope, mm-hmm. but I mean, what's to say they would they this just wouldn't just keep progressing on and on. Yeah, I mean, I think like I don't like personally what like you know we're both conservative neither of us like big government or anything Mm -hmm. but i think there's a problem when corporate there are corporate institutions which are arguably more powerful than the state yeah that i mean it's just it's ridiculous because we don't elect those people now we we influence them with our dollars sure but they're essentially too big to fail because Mm -hmm. they've influenced people in the government to make sure that they do have that power yeah so yeah it's it's just crazy it is Let's uh, let's talk about Parlor. Parlor. It's, it's in the same realm. I was able to download it before Apple said, "Nah, fam, yeah. we're taking so, it off." So basically, Parlor is a social media. It's essentially a free speech Twitter. Yeah, it is. It's another form of social media, but it's conservative based. Yeah. So basically, when Twitter and Facebook start censoring the, you know, people were thinking. We're saying that, you know, these conservative posts, these news sources, what I'm mm-hmm. saying to my friends, so it's not getting out because they're suppressing it. Mm-hmm. And then, so basically, people are like, fine, let's go make our own social media. Which is the argument I've heard from so many people for so long. Make uh-huh. your own Twitter. Yeah. it's like Which you, we did. It's like they did. And now... What did Amazon say? They, I mean, 
Apple removed it from the App Store. Mm-hmm. So did Google. Yeah. I mean, so now Amazon you, shut down their web hosting services. Uh huh. Yep. So now you can't even. I mean, if you look it up online to go to like the web browser, you can't get to it. You can't mm-hmm. download the app anymore. Yeah. They just shut it down completely. I heard last I heard, Parler is still trying to like keep things up and running. Yeah. Um, I've got the app, so yeah. we might end up having a social media account on that mm-hmm. as well. We'll have to let you know as time goes on because I'm yeah. still trying to figure out what's going on with that. But this is just corporate tyranny. Yeah. I mean. It, it, there's really no other word for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just crazy to me because I've heard and I cringe when I hear it now. It's like, go make your own yeah. company or do do your own thing or whatever. It's like, okay, fine, we did it. And now you guys are saying, no, we're just not going to put up with you. We're yeah, gonna... I mean, granted, I don't, know nece- I don't necessarily know how I feel about having, like, a, I don't think we should have a platform solely for one party because i think yeah that's i mean it's not good for the like culture having, you know like something like facebook where you mm-hmm. can have people from different opinions come together and talk or fight mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but i mean is more yeah but i mean still it's the option there for people to share their opinions but mm-hmm. you know somewhere like parlor like everyone has almost the same central well i mean values yeah and it's i, th- I think it's because it's not necessarily our fault because yeah. like what can we do? We're yeah. we're trying to like we're following the guidelines. They just don't like what we have to say. Exactly. And so what it's not I don't think it's even necessarily liberals' faults. Mm-hmm. Like people that are for free that advocate free speech, stand by you, fine. I would use Twitter if they were consistent with their policies. But the problem is they aren't. Yeah, it's it's and I understand why went out and made parlor because it seemed to be or it's almost conservative viewpoints or things were just being pushed under the rug suppressed and i mean they have a right to say what they think too yeah i mean it should be equal Mm -hmm. and a lot of this comes down to the fact i think it's like section 230 i know there trump was wanting to either have that abolished or reformed but i think like there's like a there's the publisher and the uh platform uh, regulations that we have if you're a publisher you're responsible for whatever your company puts out there if you're a platform you are not responsible yeah i saw that so like here's the thing though like google twitter facebook all these companies social media platforms Mm -hmm. they have the benefits of a platform but they act like a publisher in that Mm -hmm. they can censor anybody that they want to but they're not they're not responsible right they're not responsible, yeah. but they go ahead and yeah. censor anyway. Yeah. So, I, I think that's like crazy. Obviously, there are like you know certain things like where you say, "Hey, we just can't have this on the internet." It's like, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't. You know, pornography, for instance, you don't want that on there. Mm-hmm. You don't want calls to violence. But when it comes to political speech, that's when you got to say, "Okay, well, there's a clear discrepancy here." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really just. To me, it just speaks to the hypocrisy of like what's going on in the system. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't have any confidence in these companies anymore. Yeah, and I mean, granted, we're in the first you know decade, mm-hmm. two decades of the internet being as mm-hmm. accessible as it is, mm-hmm. and I think there's definitely a lot of room for improvement as long as what these corporations are allowed and able to do. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely a lot of room for a lot of reform that needs mm-hmm. to be done. 
Like, I think yeah. we talked earlier, you joked and said an internet constitution. Yeah. But, I mean, I do, I mean, only to, I mean, I agree in a sense. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. there should be something. Mm-hmm. Because it seems it's kind of just like a free reign right now. Yeah. Only only difficult part about that is the internet isn't bound by country. Do, just it's international. He, here's so. what we do. Here We solve the problem. Okay. Internet trial by combat. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you load up into Call of Duty. Uh-huh, yeah. Whoever gets the first three seasons. So it's just survival of the fittest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, gosh. It just becomes a Modern Warfare 2 lobby all over again. Uh, but anyway... Um, yeah, I, I just think at least we need to secure internet free speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the town hall argument is a pretty valid one. Yeah, agreed. Um, but also, I think uh, Parler as well, they, Ocasio-Cortez actively called for them to be censored by all these corporations, and Fox reported that the CEO said that she was evil and anybody that was like supporting that was evil. It's like, dude, that, that is pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, she's, Oh my gosh. She's crazy. I've got to, we got to deal with at least another two years of her. I so sad. I wonder if she doesn't get into office. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She'll definitely run 2024 though. Yeah. Which is scary. Gosh. I, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired, man. I just want <laughs> Liam's 18 years old and he's tired. I'm tired of I'm tired of all this crap. <laughs> I've been putting up with it for four years now. Four years. Four years. I got involved in this stuff. Um, I think uh, there's also. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I feel like there's one more thing. I can't remember. For, for the parlor. Yeah, for par. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't. I think we've touched on just about everything we wanted to, at least. Yeah. Right, do you want to move on? Let's move on. All right. So next, something else that happened on the fifth, sixth, sixth was the Georgia Senate race, their special uh, election for the last two seats of the Senate. So basically. We need. It's r- over. It's over. It's over. We've, We're all going to die. We've taken another massive L. Yeah. Which is, I mean, there's a lot here because. So basically, they had two seats and they need. And the Republicans needed one to secure the majority. One. We needed one. But the chances of someone splitting their ballot, meaning mm-hmm. voting Republican one candi- for one candidate and a Democrat for the other, mm-hmm. extremely unlikely. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was going to be we were either going to have. 52 to mm-hmm. 48? It was going to be 52 to 48 or, or 49 is, to 50. Or it's going to be 50-50. It's 50-50. I think it was more likely. No, wait. Yeah, it's going to be 50-50. Yeah. Well, I'm then, not sure that people can vote for the same senator. Like, did they elect senators on a statewide level or is it by district? Because I thought that's what how they did it. I thought I thought it was statewide. It could be. I, I'm not talking Because Georgia's sure. weird with the way they do their... Th- yeah, thanks, so, Georgia. Screw us in the presidential <laughs> and the Senate election. Yeah, so basically, we needed to win um, one of the seats, and we lost both. So now the Senate is a 50-50 split, mm-hmm. and now the deciding vote will be by the vice president, which is Kamala Harris, which will obviously vote for the Democratic stance. <laughs> yeah. So now the Democrats hold... All three branches of government. The House... The Senate, Senate and the office. And they just, before too long, they'll the, essentially hold the judiciary. The only thing they don't hold right now is the Supreme Court. 
Yeah. Which if six Supreme Court justices either convert or die. Yeah. Or they just pack the courts, which they said they were going to do. I forgot they said that. Yeah. Oh. So, boys, looks like it's time for secession. Let's go. No, I'm joking. But... So yeah, so okay. basically, so, yeah, and it was crazy, though, because I was following it that night, like, I had it pulled up on, on my, um, on one of my monitors, mm-hmm. and I was just watching live updates, and I was, like, I was feeling good, I was, like, both Republican candidates had, like, over 100,000 vote lead, with, like, 80% counted. Then and, it pulled uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, and then, like, I looked over, it's like, 95% counted, and now the, both Democrats are up by, like, 60 to 80,000 votes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, what the heck happened? I remember, like, it did the, like, spike thing yeah, again yeah. in the middle of the night for both candidates. Yep. <laughs> and I remember, uh, I remember it was, there's this meme, it's from, uh, Back to the Future, where it's like, hey, I've seen this one before. <laughs> it showed the, yeah. the spike in the Georgia race. And I was like, yep, that's our situation. Yeah, it's, but one of the candidates who won, though, Raphael Warnock, is a quote-unquote pastor. He's not a pastor. He's he's a he's the one that tweeted, I'm a pro-life pastor. No, he's a pro-choice pastor. To which Ben Shapiro responded, and I am the square root of a negative number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just because it's, it's crazy because he is, quote-unquote, a Christian, mm-hmm. and he's now going to be the face mm-hmm. of the Christian religion here in the country, which mm-hmm. is like, he's not a... I mean, he's like, I mean, that's not, he's not, he's not a pastor. He's not a Christian. I mean, if he holds to that value. Yeah. And it's just, it's just sad. It is. And this, all this being said though, Joe Manchin is essentially the most powerful man in the United States right now because, uh, yeah, he is going to be the deciding vote for everything that the Democrats propose. So whether or not the courts are packed, up to Joe Manchin. Whether or not AR-15s are banned and we need a permit for ammo, up to Joe Manchin. Guess we'll see how much, how bad he really wants to get reelected. <laughs> yeah, he. I. I do not. I cannot stand the man for the life of me. Uh, I feel like he is scum. Yeah. I put it like I'm just being honest here. I do not like the guy, but we'll see if he's actually going to be a pro-American Democrat we'll or anti-American Democrat. Yeah. But um. It's crazy because now, like we were talking earlier, the Democrats mm-hmm. hold all three branches of government. So now they can almost essentially pass. Well, they don't hold the judi- the judicial no, branch no, 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 yet. No, I'm sorry, no, not three, all three branches. Three hold, offices. Yes, three offices. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. So now they can almost essentially pass mm-hmm. whatever they want. Whatever they want with no... Unless good old Joe Manchin. Unless Joe Manchin decides, hey, I'm going to be a dino this time, a Democrat name only, which is not going to happen. No, but so it's just kind of, it's like, what's going to happen in four years? Yeah. How progressive are these bills that they're going to pass? Yeah, I feel like we need to talk about the escalation that's going to inevitably occur. Yeah. Because... Things have just been going wild in the past week. Like, did you see? I mean, just happened. I think this happened right after the Capitol. But the the minister minister who was praying and ended his prayer. Said, Amen. And, and a, a woman. woman. <laughs> and now they and now their Pelosi was saying something about abolishing all like 
like the term like father, mother, daughter, son, mm-hmm. because it's you know it's not accepting or whatever. Oh my gosh. And then what I like what really got me though I'm not sure if Congress has done this for a while but he says in the name of the monotheistic God the yes, Buddhist yes. God I was just like that is so cringe. We are a Christian country. If you don't like it, don't just don't bow your head in prayer. Yeah, it's so. It, anyway, it's ridiculous, but. Things are going to escalate out of control it's if Democrats push too hard. Yeah, I mean, that I like honestly, secession after the whole like Texas lawsuit. I know I'm, j- I'm talking about yeah. it a lot, but it's a very big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the whole Texas thing, states are looking like, well, we have nowhere else to go if the court's not even going to be on our side. Yeah. So, what do we do? Um, but also, I will say. Regardless of what happens, if if somehow there is union in the country and states don't try to leave, Republicans do have the majority of state legislatures. It's like a three-fifths majority. And they can gerrymander and potentially win back the House in 2022. Not all is lost, but I'm a more pessimistic guy. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a crazy couple of years. It, it, it's either going to be, um, you know, it's just going to be a, a comeback story again. It's going to be like the 1980s, or it's going to be the fall of the Roman Empire. <laughs> it's it's going to be... What's kind of scary, though, is the fact that Georgia went blue this election. Yeah. And both senators went blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, Georgia was... I mean, historically, it's been a deep red mm-hmm. state. And we saw in one generation it's flipped. Yeah, well, I think, like, I wonder, though, if it's, like, again, we saw that blip yeah. that occurred. Uh-huh, so yes, yeah, yeah. There's potential to What believe. is the actual, is it fraud? We, we, it? Saw, we saw there was, like, video evidence of fraud in Georgia Yeah. Uh, for the presidential election. There's no reason to think that there wasn't in yeah, the Senate true. election. But, yeah. you know, I would say Georgia's actually deep red state. But I don't think anything's going to be done about it yeah. because nobody has a spine in DC. Yeah. But it's. I I also think it's telling. Like there have also been people saying that the whole DC, like the whole thing with Georgia, was like a populist revolt against the establishment Republicans mm-hmm. because they've seen that these people weren't necessarily Trump supporters. Yeah. And so they're just saying they don't they don't care about us anyway. Why does it matter who we vote for? Yeah. So, I understand that feeling. I don't necessarily agree because it's like, yeah. let's just get the lesser of two evils in first. Really? And yeah. then we'll deal with them later. Yeah. At least it's it's like it's like choosing between stage four cancer and stage one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which would you rather have? Yeah. It's neither are good. Neither are good. Get but, the get the one that you can take out the easiest though. Yeah. It's. But, yeah, things are things look pretty dim right now. It does. What's crazy, though, and this isn't on our outline, but real quick, I just thought of it, is that Joe Biden is now calling for unity, you know, in the country. Like, he's tweeted all about unity, unity. It's like, well, where was this unity six months ago? Yeah. I mean, what he, he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah. Overtly racist. Um, then he, what did he also say? Uh, he also called Ted Cruz and Senator Josh Hawley uh, Goebbels, as in, like, you know, uh, Hitler's 
propaganda minister uh-huh. for objecting to the electoral votes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just it's so... So hypocritical. <laughs> I mean, calling for unity after you've won the election. And now, yeah. you know, when four months ago, or no, like during the summer, mm-hmm. you know, it was all this divide, divide. There's a deep divide in our country. Yeah. You know. Well, when they speak of a divide, it's always a racial divide or yes, something always. like that. Yeah. And it, it, it's just crazy, the hypocrisy. How much? How much do you want to bet? Like that Twitter's actually they're censoring all of Joe Biden's like really messed up tweets, and then they're just let it go out. They're just letting the ones that they're like, this is acceptable. They're letting it go through. Yeah, you know, he doesn't even have control of his Twitter. <laughs> then we just find out Joe Biden's anti Twitter. It's like, oh, well, well. I mean, Kamala, you, your time to shine. <laughs> your time to shine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> time be, to get out the dog again. If she becomes president. That's gonna. Be, if something, if something happens to Joe, quote unquote, happens, they have the dog break his foot again. That's gonna. I mean, if she gets in there, that's gonna be. I hope Biden lasts four years and she doesn't take his place. Yeah, uh, that could be. That's that is worst case scenario. Yeah, it should be noted. She's labeled the most she's been labeled the most liberal senator not necessarily because her policies the most progressive i think she was called the most liberal because she refused to work with republicans like hardly at all oh yes okay okay okay. yeah Yeah, sorry um i don't know that her policies are necessarily the most progressive i know like uh like i don't think the majority of democrat the Democratic Party is actually progressive. I don't yeah. think them. I think, or, it, I think it, oh, they're, they're being pushed. Yeah. By like AOC. Yeah. And I think what we're honestly like, the Uniparty, the Republican and Democratic establishment are essentially fascist, and that they just want corporate and state mm-hmm. union. But I mean, the progressives aren't much better. Yeah. It's, anyway. So we're we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're just gonna. Watch the sunset on the American Empire. We'll get yeah. some... If we ever do a live stream... All is not lost, lost, but... But... Just pray. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we can, we can still do something. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. looking for ways to, you know, get a little more involved than I am and do stuff. But, mm. you know, uh, FBI don't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Nash would miss me. I would miss Liam. All right, there were some other things that we wanted to touch yeah. on as well. Uh, we talked about the GOP Civil War. Oh, yeah. So we briefly mentioned that with the quote-unquote populist revolt with the Georgia runoff. Uh-huh. Um, but we saw it with uh, you know, the senators and the congressmen who broke party leadership uh, under Mitch McConnell, and they were just saying, we're going to support Trump anyway. Um we know that the the Republican establishment, the people who have been in power for decades, do not care for Trump at all. Mm-hmm. They do not. Yeah. Um, I. It, it's just. I think what we're going to see, like especially after the Senate runoff, is a bunch of Republicans are going to get primaried in 2022. Yeah. I don't think there's there's not a doubt in my mind about that, because I think people realize that a lot of these people don't actually have our best interests mm-hmm. in mind. I wish they did, but they don't. Yeah, yeah. that's like um, this past um, this election, past mm-hmm. election. There was, I think, not there was multiple Republicans mm-hmm. that took seats away from 
Yeah, um, that, in the yeah in the house. Yeah, yeah. and people yeah. thought that they would keep their seats. Mm-hmm. But so I mean, that's something positive. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, and like we were saying. Uh, we and have, nine of them were pro-life women. Yep. Which is... I think one of them, there's actually some news about, I think her name was Lauren Boebert or mm-hmm. something like that. She, like, a bunch of congressmen were calling for her resignation because mm-hmm. she's trying to enter the Capitol armed, which I feel like should be her right. Huh. She's a congresswoman who wants a gun to defend herself. I mean, that's fine by yeah. me. And these are all, you know, strong women types. Yeah, yeah. Let her, let her have her gun. Yeah, for, really. But, you know, like, all this, like, the Democrats, um, they lost a lot of ground in the House. They've got the smallest majority, I think, since, I think since the Great Depression, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it's, I mean, in the House, things aren't looking too great for the Democrats. But mm-hmm. everywhere else, it's like, yeah, they've got pretty solid footing. Yeah. But the uh, GOP, I think, is going to see a big divide in the next two years. Mm-hmm. And either congressmen are going to have to vote ultra conservative, which I don't think will really matter because they're going to have to, um, they're, they're, whatever they propose is going to get shot down anyway. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot more people who were supportive of President Trump and people who were less, uh, you know, milk toast um, mm-hmm. establishment, uh, you know, persona. I think they're going to get primaried a whole lot. I think a lot of them are. And I've seen like some, I've been in some conservative group chats and literally one of the directives, like for some of the people uh, was, you know, okay, so our first goal to recover from this primary, everyone, everyone. Yeah. So it like, it's, it's crazy that people aren't putting up with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, what are your thoughts on it? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I agree with what you said. I don't really have any any other input to add, but I would just whatever you said. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have anything to add to that. Yeah, I think people are tired of the turtle Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I mean, I remember uh, somebody was saying uh, it was Tim Pool. I was listening to one of his live streams, and he was saying like. I, I picture Mitch McConnell's like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons being like excellent, <laughs> but it's just like excellent, like a turtle. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, I mean, it like everything is going on. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, before we move on from the subject, apparently McConnell and some of the Republicans, according to sources, quote unquote, are like the idea of convicting Trump or voting to convict him of impeachment. Oh, yeah, the Trump impeachment? Yeah, we we should have I should have prefaced that. Democrats are wanting to impeach Trump when yeah. he doesn't even have a week in office. Yeah, which Yeah, I they're pushing for that hard. But did McConnell come out and say he wasn't going to let it happen? I didn't see that. I thought I thought I could be wrong. There. Don't quote me. I, I could I thought he came out and said that he wasn't going to It was like last night I heard that he was like you know, he was thinking about it. Or maybe I I might misread it. Yeah, but but, it, but I, it's like, why? I I don't get the, it. The only thing I've seen is like he Trump will lose like some of his perks for the rest of his life. He will mm-hmm. get president like his, and like it prevents him from rerunning in twenty twenty four. Yeah, if he gets impeached, but well, like huh? if he gets convicted. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's not like 
impeached. He's been impeached already, yes. and he's. He but like he'll be like he he'll, he yeah. will be the first president in history to be to be impeached twice. Yeah. And, but it's like I don't understand why. I mean, he has. They're divi- a week from today. Yeah. What it is is escalation. Mm-hmm. Like I know we use that word a lot, but that's what it is. And I don't think a lot of the progressives realize how they are dividing the country. I don't want two parallel economies. Mm-hmm. I don't want the country to split off into two parts, like, if we can help it. I don't want any of that stuff. But the problem is they're pushing – it's like you're pushing somebody's hand. Like, It's yeah. like – think of it this way. If somebody's trying to come up and kill you, you've never wanted to kill anybody in your life. But if you have a gun, you're going to do what you can to defend yourself. Yeah. And yeah. so it's that's just how it is. And I don't think these people realize it. They don't understand that our – like they're forcing us to say we're not going to take this anymore. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying to half the country is we want to make sure that you have no say in the government ever again. We don't want Trump yeah. in office ever again. I've also heard – I'm not – I do not believe this to be the case, but I'm going to – discuss a conspiracy theory rather briefly okay (laughs) not saying this is my opinion it is not but it does it i think it's kind of funny like there are people who are saying like they're trying to impeach trump because he's a he's he's gonna call martial law the national guard or all that stuff and i'm before his before he's before joe biden is inaugurated i'm like maybe very unlikely why would he but why hold another election again presumably but i don't think it's not going to happen i've heard a bunch of QAnon people saying that they were releasing the ballots with radioactive isotopes i just they're they're releasing the what i heard that they were releasing the ballots like it was like a sting operation for fraud but Uh, they were releasing ballots with radioactive isotopes this is like right after the election and they were saying like they're gonna catch joe biden in the act and it never came out never happened so yeah i i'm just I, you just hear, I've heard so many of these. It's like, I know you want there to be a chance. I get it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not. I don't see how it is. And if it does, if it does, you all can say, I told you so. You can at the Twitter account and say, tell Liam, we told you so. <laughs> Tweet at us. Yeah. If, if that happens. Um, but yeah, the whole Trump impeachment thing is just ridiculous. I mean, it's it's one week. He was impeached. Pence is going to be sworn in for like six days. <laughs> and then Joe Biden will be the 47th president of yeah. the United States. It's like, is there, a, is there like a number? That, does he have to be the 47th? Yeah, yeah he'll be the 47th president like, of the United States. Is that States. in some like grand scheme? <laughs> yeah. He has to be the 47th president. Hold on, guys. It's, it's because Joe Biden is actually 94. And 47 times 2 equals 94. <laughs> Oh, he he looks like he's ninety four. Not gonna lie, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just crazy. Um, there's one more thing. Oh yeah, like I don't even get why Republicans think it is in any way a good idea to impeach Trump. Yeah, like what's the reason for it? I don't, I don't know. From what I've seen, there is no good reason. They're saying, well, he called for insurrection. No, he didn't. I was there. He didn't. <laughs> I was there. I was there. He yeah. did not say, storm the Capitol, execute the traitors. He didn't say anything like that. Um, 
it, I think people were like upset at his response or something. Like this is what happens when an election is stolen from our uh, people or something like that. It's like that's not a call to violence. I don't feel like that's condemning the violence. I feel like that was more of like a statement of like. I told you so. It's like this is this stuff is gonna happen when you all do this. Yeah. It almost it's kind of like a warning almost. Just yeah. like not even like I'm going. To, it's not like a threat. It's just like you guys are dividing the country and this is going to continue to happen, mm-hmm. which it probably will. Yeah. I don't like it, but we're already hearing about a potential uh, insurgency in D.C. Yeah. So they're having to lock down, like, security measures, everything there. It's crazy. In D.C.? In D.C., yep. Yeah, it's... Oh, well. Yeah, so, you know, apocalypse is coming. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe grab a lawn chair. Some All is vanity. All is vanity. Start reading Ecclesiastes so you can really get in that nihilistic setting. Uh, okay. Well, hey, one more thing you want to talk about before you wrap up. Um, so basically, I think mainly the progressive Democrats, like AOC, have been pushing this. But they want, after Trump is off office, they want every single politician who has supported Trump to also be kicked out of office. Yep. <laughs> Saying that... You held to his views, you supported him, you helped him get into his place of power, so you should be held responsible. They're calling them insurrectionists. Yeah, and it's like, you can't do that. That's very, and they said something about, like, they need to keep, like, a log on everyone on social media who also, like, supported him. It's like, that's your, like, you're blacklisting. Are we sure that the calendar didn't turn to 1984? I mean, like, that's... This is like Orwellian dystopia crap. That's like that's like some Hitler Mussolini type stuff. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they did. That's you know like you know these are the people. These are your these telling people these are the bad guys. These are the enemies. Go after them. It's like yeah. I mean that's creating more divide. Yeah, AOC. I remember a couple months ago she called for the Trump Accountability Project. Yes. And I saw all these memes saying me and the boys going out to sign up for it, <laughs> put our names on it. Yeah. But, but, but that's a scary thought. It really is because what we're seeing is that it's almost it's it makes me kind of think of like Revelation where it says well, it's like the mark of the beast. If you're like if you support these people, yeah, you don't have like this number yeah, on your I know, hand. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But like revelation like 12 i think it is yeah but it's just like you have to be on the same side yeah it's basically and if you don't agree with us we will do everything that we can to end you to silence you to make sure that you you know you don't have a voice yeah what i don't think people realize we are not just we're not just people who disagree with them to, like to these people we are a plague that needs to be exterminated <laughs> Who does that sound like? It just sounds like it sounds like Hitler. Yeah, I know. I yes. mean, like that's what he called the Jews. And like, okay, so let me like kind of illustrate this. It's actually really strange, but like Jordan Peterson was talking about this. He's talking about the psychology of Hitler and how like he was very neat, very orderly. He wanted things mm-hmm. to be clean, didn't like pests, and so he saw Jews the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, was what he. That's that's why like when he wanted to exterminate them, he compared them to vermin. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm not saying, like, any of these Congress people yeah, have, yeah, yeah. like, actively called us vermin, but they essentially see us that way. They've called us fascists, they've called us racists, they've called us Nazis, whatever they can to make us look like we're inhuman to where they can just say, we have to eradicate them. Yeah. And so, it's escalation. 
Yeah. I, I'm, don't we don't mean to fear monger. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but and this is just what it looks like. And basically, I mean, just what what they've said. Yeah. I mean, we're not making this. Yeah, like they they've been calling like AOC called like Joe Biden. We just, as we were saying, he called Ted jo- or Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley uh, Goebbels, who is Hitler's propaganda minister. Mm-hmm. Why? Like they no are. Need for that. Yeah, it's it's the most ironic. It's so funny that they are calling those people Nazi propagandists when they are acting exactly like when those people who are saying that are acting exactly like the Nazis. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and you know, in the same breath, they're also calling for unity. Yeah. Yeah. They they. For, here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna you know, they're going to. I'm I'm being very like I'm being satirical i'm joking here. they're gonna kill us all then they're gonna call for unity with the other democrats Gosh. it's like see what happened to these people yeah yeah oh gosh so yeah i think what you're going to see though if they actually somehow do manage to pull this off and expel these people from congress yeah i don't know how every single state that voted for those that had those people is going to say we're leaving i would not be surprised it's like I, I keep mentioning secession, but I just it seems like they like these people in DC want that at this point. Yeah, it honestly does. It's because they're like they're trying to do everything they can to make sure that these states leave, mm-hmm. and they're calling for unity. Yeah, I it's just ridiculous. Like these are this is Orwellian dystopia crap that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Never thought I'd live through the collapse of America, but <laughs> not we're not there yet. We're not, not there yet. I'm just I'm getting all I'm gonna say is this. I'm getting ammo. Um we'll get in line. There's yeah a shortage of learn to make your own. I mean I was thinking about buying gold, but I mean what good's gold in the apocalypse? Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> oh boy. It's like you're in the apocalypse, somebody comes up to you, it's like, Hey, you got anything to trade? It's like, Yeah, dude, I got this Bitcoin. It's worth thirty six thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, you know, I mean we we're we're in West Virginia though, so we're somewhat safe. Somewhat insulated. Yeah. Also, landlocked, nowhere to run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> down I mean, the canal. <laughs> the, yeah, the canal. Is it like C A N A C A N A L? Like that? Was that what you were saying? Oh, oh no, like, I'm, I meant like K N A W H A. The canal river. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say not, not like, the, yeah, not the Ohio River. Not that, the Ohio. That, that the one canal. is filthy. Yeah, well, the canal isn't much better. Yeah. I just realized it sounds like I'm saying like canal, but like I meant. Like Kanawa. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, it's, it feels like it's hard to believe it's only an hour. I know this is a this is a little, just a little bit longer than the past couple of political yeah. segments we've been doing. Shorter than the first one we did. But. Yeah, shorter than the first one. I was kind of hoping it would be around that length, but we've kind of talked about all that we Yeah, really everything that happened. To. Yeah. So... Caleb wasn't here as well to give his input, so, yeah. you know, so, that kind you of... So, only two persons, so I thought, yeah. I thought pretty well. So, yeah. thank you guys for listening. We will have those interviews Yeah, posted. I'm going to, after we end the podcast, I'm going to bully Nash a little bit. Yes. I have to make the Instagram, which is why I haven't. I have to get our email. I, I, a lot of stuff. 
Okay. It's so hard. Caleb doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> Caleb doesn't have an excuse. I'll bully him as yeah, well if yeah, it makes yeah. you just, feel better. Just push it off onto him. Yeah. If Caleb, you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, thank you all again so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, please leave us a review if you can. Uh, comments if those are even a thing. I'm not sure if they are on podcasts. I think it depends. I think I think they're like with the reviews mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Please then, leave a review. Share the podcast. And, and uh, give us feedback. And follow us, follow us on social media. Yep. Uh, Twitter handles at C Regeneracy. And uh, if you follow the Twitter, Nash will. The Instagram, the Instagram send link the will be there Insta- as well. Yeah. Yeah. So just follow uh, us everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys Not, for listening. Don't, don't stalk us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On social media. All right. And you guys have a great rest of your day.